Good morning, Robert. A very interesting and relevant she'ela this morning. I think we've touched onto it in the past, but we're going to elaborate here, Be'ezrat Hashem. Do women have to pray and how much? What do they have to pray? Okay, so the Mishnah in Brachot, Peregimel, Mishnah Gimel, the Mishnah says, Nashim va'avadim uktanim p'turim et kriyat shema min ha'tfilin v'chayavim b'tfilah v'amuzuzah b'bekat ha'mazon. Women, although they're exempt from the Shema, because it's a time-bound mitzvah, they are nevertheless obligated in tefillah. The Mishnah sounds like there is no difference between men and women. Both are just as obligated as each other. However, if we look at the Gemara, the Gemara gives us a reason, and we need to work with that reason to understand if that is indeed true. Our version of the Gemara says the following. Why are women obligated in tefillah? Says the Gemara, because it's rahami. Tefillah is rahami, ho'il v'tefillah rahaminin hu. Hachamim included the women in tefillah because tefillah is essentially, is fundamentally asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to grant our desires, to give us what, what is necessary, to give us parnasah, chokhmah, refu'ah, etc. Therefore, the Hachamim saw that despite the fact that tefillah is a time-bound positive mitzvah, which normally does not obligate women, that's the general rule, a time-bound positive mitzvah, is not mehayev women in its performance. So therefore, there's room to suggest that women should not be part of the hiyuv, should not be part of the obligation of prayer. Nevertheless, seeing as it's essentially for our needs, and women have needs, and they have parnas, they need parnasa, and they need chokhmah, therefore, the hachamim incorporated, they included women in the obligation of tefillah. That's what the Gemara says in our text. However, if you look at Rabbi Yitzhak al-Fasi, the riff, it's very clear that in his version of the Gemara and in many other early halachic authorities' version of the Gemara, the Gemara read something different. The Gemara says that the reason why women should be part of prayer, why they are obligated in this mitzvah, is because it is not a time-bound mitzvah, which is a very perplexing idea because, of course, tefillah is time-bound. We know that shaharit can only be said until four hours into the day, minha only from six and a half hours into the day till the end of the day, and arvit at night. Each one of these three tefillot is bound to a time. So how on earth can the Rif say that women need to pray because it's not a time-bound mitzvah? Says Rabbeinu HaRambam, the Rambam says the following, he goes with his with the with the Rif, who who was in a sense his teacher, although he didn't ever meet him, but he, he learned from his Torah and he went in that path generally. Says the Rambam that the reason why women have to pray is because tefillah biblically is not a time bound mitzvah. Because mina Torah, biblically, I only need to pray one time a day, and to do something once a day is not considered time bound. You're not being bound to a time. It's just that every day the, the obligation is renewed. But essentially something that can be done at any point in the day is not considered a time-bound mitzvah. Says the Rambam, that's the explanation in the riff. The reason why the riff says it's not a time-bound mitzvah, or at least in his version of the Gemara it says that, the reason why that's true is because biblically you only need to pray once a day. And therefore, women have to pray the, 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 at least the mitzvah in the Torah once a day, because that's not bound to a time. So 
We come out with two alternative reasons as to why the Mishnah explains that women are obligated in, t- in tefillah. Either because tefillah is rahamininu, either because tefillah, the nature of tefillah, lends itself to include women even though it's a time-bound mitzvah, or because it's not a time-bound mitzvah biblically. The original biblical prayer, which was only once a day, is not a time-bound mitzvah, and therefore women are included. What comes out from here? Many poskim follow the original, the original idea, the first text, or rather the text that we have in front of us, which is that the reason why women have to pray is because it's rahmanin, because tefillah, the nature of tefillah, should incorporate women even though it's time bound. Accordingly, women would have to pray shaharit and minha, and possibly arvit. We'll get to that, but there should be fundamentally no difference between men and women, even though. Shachrit mincha arvit is a time-bound concept. Nevertheless, the Gemara has said that we include women even though it's time-bound. That is the opinion of many poskim. However, the Shulchan Aruch seems to favor the latter idea, the idea of the Rambam, that the reason why women have to pray is because tefillah in its essence, in its biblical state, is not a time-bound mitzvah. It's only once a day. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says, and there seems to be some debate as to the meaning, as with regards to the meaning of the Shulchan Aruch. Rav Ovadia Yosef says, according to the Shulchan Aruch, that the reason why women have to pray is because biblical prayer is only once a day, tefillah in Torah is only one time a day, then women only need to pray once a day. They only are part of the biblical mitzvah, which is once a day. The rabbinic addition to the mitzvah, which is to add to filot, to split the day into three sections, shahrit, mincha, arvit, morning, afternoon, and evening, that's a time-bound thing, and that women were never included in. According to the Rif's version and the Rambam's version of the Gemara, we never have this idea that because tefillah is asking Hashem for our requirements and our necessities, therefore, despite the fact that it's bound to a time, it should include women. We don't have that. We never, there's no such Gemara according to their version of the text. All we have is that they're part of the biblical prayer. Beseder, the biblical prayers once a day, that's not bound to a time. That's what women are part of. They don't need to do more than one tefillah a day. And that is what Chacham Ovadia Yosef is posek, halacha ulema'aseh. However, Rav Ben-Tzion Abashaul argues on what Rav Ovadia says, and he says no. Even the Rambam who says that women are part of prayer because biblically prayers once a day and that's not bound to a time, says the Rav Ben-Zion, even the Rambam agrees that women have to pray like men, shaharit and minha and possibly arvit, even though those are time-bound ideas. Says Chacham Ben-Zion, you know why? Because once nashim are part of tefillah min torah once women are part of the biblical mitzvah, they're part of the main mitzvah. So when the Chachamim later come and split the day into three sections and say it's not enough to pray once a day, look at the day as three different parts, pray in each part of the day, that includes women because women are already part of the biblical mitzvah. In other words, whoever is part of the biblical mitzvah is part of the rabbinic addition to the mitzvah, even though the rabbinic addition is a time-bound concept. That is the opinion of Haram Ben-Zion Abashaul. You might even say that everybody agrees, even the Rambam, that women should pray Shachit Mincha and possibly even Arvit. 
Now let's quickly discuss Arvit, why there is room to suggest that women, although they might have to pray Shachrit and Mincha, they wouldn't have to pray Arvit. That reason is because initially men didn't have to pray Arvit either. Tfilat Arvit was a Rashut. Tfilat Arvit was a voluntary Tefillah. And therefore, the only reason why men pray Arvit today, according to many poskim, is because we accepted it upon ourselves as a hova. We changed it in our own, you know, we were makabelit. We accepted it on ourselves and we changed it from a rashut, from a voluntary prayer to a mandatory prayer. Women never did that, say the poskim. And therefore, everybody should agree that women don't need to pray Arvit. So practically, Yosef, women only have to pray one tefillah. They would have to pray Shaharit and Minha, not Arvit. What they actually have to pray is a very important shayla. What do, does a woman have to say according to either opinion? Says Arab ben Tzion, and everybody I think agrees to this. And this is the halakha ma'aseh. Says Arab ben Tzion, a woman doesn't need to do the whole psuket zimra and the whole berkot kriyat shema. She should do berkot ha-shachar, berkot ha-torah. So that's the morning brachot, asher yatsar elokai neshama, noten asech vivina, all the way until berkat ha-torah, asher b'chabani mikol amim. And then says Arab ben Tzion, she should do shema, just shema, the three parashiyot. Even that's not strictly necessary, the shema, it's correct. And tefillat ha-amida, from Adonai Sfatai tiftachu fiyagiti latech, until the end of Amida. That's all a woman is obligated to pray. And I, I'll, I'll put on a caveat to the chiyuv that women have, and this is also a very important thing. If a woman has children, and she's looking after her children throughout the morning, she misses sof semantifila, she misses four hours into the day, she's constantly being metapelet, she's looking after her children. Here and there she has a break just to calm herself down, she has a coffee, she has a bit of cake. That woman is being, says Rav Ben Tzion, Rabbi Shaul, and the Chafetz Chaim, that woman is being oseket b'mitzvah. She's in the middle of being engaged in a mitzvah, looking after her children. She can't pray with, with, in this state of mind. Therefore, she's petura, she's exempt from tefillah until she gets into a calmer state of mind where she can actually pray. And accordingly, that woman can, of course, push off her shaharit till later and do it until midday, after four hours until the day, if she's busy with her children for those initial first four hours of the day. And if she isn't even able to do shaharit till hatzot, she doesn't need to pray mincha twice to make up for the shaharit that she missed. Because at the time of shaharit, she was exempt from the mitzvah. It's not that she missed it. She didn't need to do it because she was osekhet the mitzvah. And the same thing is for a man, if a woman is going to come to give birth and a husband, a father is looking after his children and he's not able to pray during that time, he is osekh the mitzvah, patur min mitzvah, is engaged in the mitzvah and he's exempt from performing the mitzvah. Baruch Adonai Amen amen.